Mm. Quiet vodka. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <coughs> prepared? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you prepared? No. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting, Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 72, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think you may have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring, and joining me once again is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object. He's number 426 in our minds, but number 500 in my heart, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. I wish I was number 500. 500's a fantastic spot to be in in the PWI 500, I think. A lot of people have made a couple bucks off being the last person in the PWI 500. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of... Boy, people get real upset about pretend lists, don't they, huh? Have you sent in your complaint yet? I guess I I guess I guess should have. I mean, I, I don't know what's worse. The people who complain about like the rankings or whatever, or the ones are they sit there and rip on like oh there's a bunch of marks who just send their own stuff and like i don't know which one's worse both are just stupid like like I, for me it's it's something i read and i always look forward to growing up and yeah it's pretty cool to have been in the pwi 500 a few times but that's about it that's where it begins and ends and that's pretty much how anybody should feel about it it's a completely fictitious list and i mean i don't know maybe maybe it's more so guys our age that grew up reading the the 500 well i mean we're very different age, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I, lo- I used to look forward to the PWI 500. The first person I ever met who was in the PWI 500 was Knuckles Nelson, so I thought he was a big deal when I went to a show and he was on it. <laughs> well, uh, how long ago did you send your stuff in? I I've never sent a thing into uh-huh. it ever. I really haven't. I don't even know how you go. That's about why you have it. been in until this year. I've been no, I've been in it. I don't know. Oh, you were in several. It yeah, oh yeah, several oh, times. Excuse I, me. I, I guess I think I think the highest I've ever been was I was in like the. He, he thinks, folks. He thinks. I don't he know the exact. Those for I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the exact number. It was. It was like either late two hundreds or early three hundreds. Whoa! What happened? Was uh, that a? That was the year with uh, Super Eight. Uh, Super Eight, and then I think I think that coincided. Did that coincide with the Vince McMahon thing? No, that was. Uh, I think I think it was like the Super Eight year. I was pretty high, and I was like, I was blown away how high I was in it because the year before I was like, I'd always been like in the four hundreds somewhere, and then that year I'd gotten up that high. I was like, whoa, that's that's weird, but. I mean, no surprise that guys who they were involved with the ECWA at the time, and now they own the ECWA, are also tied in very strongly to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. So yes, and so you guessing probably it's because of the top prospect turned. I would assume that you yeah, were- yeah. I, I, I haven't even. I, I actually just uh, I visited the the Walmart next to your house looking for it just so I could read my write up to see what see what they wrote about me. I'm guessing it is. Pretty exclusively about my entry into the top prospect tournament, but ironically, Donovan Dijak, who was a regular member of the Ring of Honor roster for <laughs> the entire year, was left off the list. So, as I said on Twitter, suck it, Dijak. 
It's not even nice. <laughs> not even nice. Yes, look for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the PWI 500 on newsstands soon. I guess if it's not I already, think, I think it is already. It's just I I, I don't know. You, you used to go. I used to go to like Barnes and Nobles or something like that, or like I don't know. These the the bookstore type things are harder and harder to find, and Walmart yes. doesn't really seem to carry all that many wrestling magazines anymore. So so you, you let your subscription lapse for the PWI just like I did for the network <laughs> about about you know. <laughs> About uh, never, I never had. I never had. Uh, funny, I never had a subscription to PWI, even though I would buy that and in Inside Wrestling almost every every yeah every one that came out. But it was like a uh, it was like a tradition to right to go, go to the newsstands, stand and, there for a few minutes, flip through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretend like I'm deciding if I'm going to buy it, and then just go buy it every <laughs> exactly. single time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, you weren't here last week, Kingpin, on the NAI Wrestling Network. You left me in the lurch in the lurch so i found another brian michael and we did it <laughs> me and brian fury but you were back last thursday on bda radio for a day in the life of a wwe extra uh, one of our most downloaded episodes in a while over there on the wpan feed make sure you check that out just put wpan in the search bar of any podcast platform two feeds will come up the nai wrestling network feed you're listening to right now and the bda radio feed which is called wrestling podcast about nothing subscribe to both you'll get the monday episodes and the thursday episodes uh but brian it's monday and i think you're making it up to me the fact that you uh dissed me last week you didn't show up so you told me the other day you said don't worry about this episode don't worry about it i got it taken care of and I've never felt so relieved and frightened at the same time. <laughs> it's all in your hands, yeah. Kingpin Brian Malonis. You said you're coming up with a topic. You're coming up with what we're talking about today on the wrestling podcast about nothing. And uh, it was I had a, a, a death grip on this podcast. And to let it go just a little bit and let you take <laughs> the reins for a second is it's a very scary thing. But uh, I'm, I'm about to do it. So uh, what do you got for me? Okay, let me let me get well, saddled up here. What well, Mike, the, high, the, the highest rated segment in uh, Monday Night Raw history was "This Is Your Life." So that's what we're doing. To no, I'm just kidding. We're not yeah, doing, that would. We're, we're not doing "This Is Your Life." <laughs> <laughs> be a very short episode. Be 14 minutes long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd have to keep bantering. No, Mike. Mike, this is uh, this is going to be special. This is going to be one that's near and dear to my heart. It's, well, I uh, see someone here. We're going to do a special interview. No, no, uh, no. He's 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 not on the podcast. Who do no. we want to say who it is? <laughs> he shook his head. It's Grimace. Oh, no. <laughs> but he has a purple shirt on. <laughs> That's not nice. So it's not a special interview? No, it's not a special okay. interview. No, there'd be nothing. Well, I don't know. That'd be an extra special interview, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, the Playboy's here watching it live. He is. And we're doing it live. <laughs> All right. Well, Michael, you know, it's that time of year again. Right, there's, right. A chill, there's a chill in the air. Halloween episode. What's yeah, going maybe on the, here? maybe the leaves are starting to change color a little bit. It is Labor Day. People are busting out their flannels, Mike. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice is as far as the eye can Oof. see, huh? Yuck. But most importantly, Mike, oh, it's no. football oh. season, Mike. <laughs> Good gravy. Right, you, you which you despise. I don't despise, but I'm not. Uh, no, no, you despise. The only time you don't despise it is when you're being a dickhead and trying to taunt me about the Steelers losing. <laughs> fair, fair statement. Well, it's happened on this podcast, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I know that there's anything you hate more than real football. It's fantasy football, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even to take it a step further, we'll take it a step further here. Um, more than hating fantasy football, 
you hate the whole concept of like the draft. The, the, the yeah, nature why of, is that a thing? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I know you hate it, but I'm in control, Mike. The kingpin's in control. Oh. You've poo-pooed every one of my ideas previously. <laughs> That's true. You made an episode completely disappear <laughs> that I drove, which makes me concerned about this one. Yes. <laughs> but today, Mike, uh-huh. this is going to be an annual tradition, Mike. It is. Yes. Maybe not. We'll but I'm, I'm saying right now, this is going to be an annual tradition. <laughs> Mike... It's the first annual WPAN Fantasy Draft. All right. I'll take Brady. <laughs> well, Mike, the good news is uh, I'm not going to make you be a uh, red-blooded American man <laughs> today and uh, make, you, make you learn all about football. Thank you. I, I won't do that to you. But what we're going to do, Mike... Is draft. We're gonna start. We're gonna cre- so one, also one of the traditions in in fantasy football is coming up with a creative name for your for your football team for your fantasy football team. Okay. So what we're creating here is our fantasy wrestling promotions, Mike. So you're gonna have to come up with a name, which I haven't even done yet. All right. I have a few floating around, but we'll reveal, we'll reveal them at the end. Okay. So All I'll right. give you a little time to think about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta get online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a little time to think about it. So what we're gonna do, Mike, if we were starting a pro wrestling promotion. Right. These are the 10 wrestlers or wrestling personalities that we'd want to start our company. These aren't the only 10 people that will be in our company, but these are the people that right now we are competing. Pro- WWE is gone, Mike. Ring of Honor is gone. GFW, gone. The Indies are gone. Whoa. We're, we're it. <laughs> we are the only two pro- rival promotions in pro wrestling today, Mike. We're going to start our rosters with 10 people. But there's some rules to the game here. Oh, Jesus. Here we're we gonna go. we're gonna alternate picks, Mike. Okay. I'll give you even first choice. Wow, no no coin flip or anything. No, I'll give you I'll give you first I'm so confident <laughs> in my ability to outpick you that I'll give you first choice. That's so nice of you. So here's what our roster is gonna be composed of here. Our t- our, our ten person rosters are gonna compose of. Okay. Two WWE superstars. That'll be main roster. And NXT, you get two of those. Oh, really? So Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yeah, you can you can draft two people from there. Two stars from Ring of Honor or GFW, Global Force Wrestling, of course. Okay. Two international stars. Two international. All right. Yeah. Two independent stars. Okay. Two people from the independent. And since this is fantasy, Mike, you can have two people from the entire history of pro wrestling. That's living or dead. Living or dead. The only requirement, Mike. Uh oh. They can't have wrestled within the last year. So the Undertaker, for example, not eligible. Not eligible for the history of pro wrestling. Is he eligible for WWE though? Yes. Yes, he would be eligible for that. Uh, he has wrestled within the last year for them. So. Oh boy. Oh yeah. brother. So what yeah. do you think? I, I'm getting Are you, you, right you going to make this episode disappear? Are we going to follow through with this? No, I'll, I'll, in the spirit of the season, Kingpin, <laughs> we'll, we'll do this mock draft. Uh, what, about, what about tag teams? Oh, is that? Oh, I didn't think about that, Mike. Is that? Well, so, well if you want, no, if you want to draft a tag team, you have to draft them together. That's one pick. That's one pick. One pick. Tag okay. teams are one pick. Okay. Factions, however, not. Okay. You I can't. See. You can't get five guys for drafting DX. All right, so we're doing... Fair enough. It has to be an actual tag team. It can't be like, you can't choose the Rock and Sock Connection. <laughs> That's a tag team? Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm... I'm talking Har Foundation, Demolition, Midnight Express, oh, Rock and Roll Har Express. Foundation? 
Oh, they, they were a famous tag team okay. before. But that's the version of Bret Hart you're getting. Oh, I see. All right. You see how the game's played, Mike? Yeah, but, but what? how do you know who won at the end? We're going to let the people vote, Mike. The people are voting. Yes. They're going to they're gonna write to us on Twitter, hashtag WPAN, who has the better roster? All right. All right. We'll have to. Oh, but you don't have to pick these. Like, I, even though I said it like in that order, WWE, you don't have to pick like your first two WWE guys. And then oh, okay. and the, you, you can go all over the board just when your roster is done. You can't have more than two of, of any of those categories. All right. So I guess we'll have and to. Get there is listed. gray area there too, Mike. There's some guys that. Yeah, who knows? Can kind of, you know, weave into, weave into two categories there. All right. All right. Well, then it should be pretty interesting. All right. So how do we get started? All right. Well, well Mike, as, as, you, as you would start any, any draft that you, that you wouldn't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mike Crockett, you are now on the clock. On the, cl- oh, okay. on the clock. How long do I have? <laughs> do we have to really do a timer? Come Playboy, on. start the watch. This is your number one draft pick, Mike. The guy that probably should be the cornerstone Uh, of your promotion. uh, Quiet, quiet. I'm scrolling. (laughs) You you need to look for your number one all-time pick? All right. I got it. My first pick in the WPAN Fantasy Mock Draft. The number one pick is... I have to go with him because he's main eventing WrestleMania next year. Shinsuke Nakamura. Wow. Wow. Yes. What, what, what made you arrive at that? Shinsuke Nakamura. You could have essentially right now you have anybody in the history of pro wrestling open to you. I mean, there's just there's just so many of them. Um, <laughs> I have to stick with my guy. I told you he's going to be the biggest star in wrestling by next March. Main eventing the next WrestleMania in New Orleans. So that's my guy. Number one pick. In the draft, the first member of Team Crockett is Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, he was—he uh, came into the main roster. He was a little—he's eh, eh, now he's on the upswing. He beat uh, John Cena. He's doing big things. He didn't win the championship at the last pay-per-view, but he's still up there. He's still among the stars. And by the time WrestleMania comes around, he'll either have the championship or he'll be going for the championship at WrestleMania. That is my that is my prediction. That is the prediction I made over a year ago on this very podcast, episode two of the podcast, I might say. And Nakamura, that's my guy. He's been my guy since the very first week we did this podcast. <laughs> I can't let him down now. All right. Number one pick, Shinsuke Nakamura. Wow. All right. All right. Well, well Mike. It's my turn now. I think you know where I'm going with this one. Picking yourself, right? How, <laughs> I should, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, Mike. I'm going with somebody who's going to be the cornerstone of my brand. Oh, boy. He is one of the biggest draws in the history of this business. If you're starting a wrestling company and you want to win a war, and I want to win this war, Mike. I want to win this war against you. I want the people at home to vote for me come uh, the time they listen to this podcast, Mike. And if I'm picking somebody with the number with my number one pick, I'm going to pick somebody who is without question the biggest name in the history of the profession, the history of the sport. Mike, I'm starting my promotion with none other than the immortal Hulk Hogan. How could you not? How could you not? That's my draw. He's going to sell me tickets, Mike. Well, He's going to pack the arenas. Well, I mean, white people will be there. <laughs> oh, had to had to go there, didn't you? Had to go there, didn't you? 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, Hulk Hogan, yes. I mean, arguably, I think at this point, the biggest name in professional wrestling He's the Babe Ruth of of professional wrestling. Fair statement? I I guess so, yeah. Um, Hogan, of course, he's my biggest inspiration growing up. Yours as well. I don't have any pictures of myself at five (laughs) years old wearing his... Hulkamania t-shirt. you didn't like him. Well, at five years old, Hulk Hogan was probably not even started wrestling yet. <laughs> I think he had. I think he had. <laughs> he was very early in his career. Well, yeah. I was 13 years old when I started. So I, I, I did have a Hulk Hogan ripaway shirt. I don't think I ever wore it. I didn't want to rip it away because, you know, of course, you don't want to ruin the shirt. But I did have one. I'm not even sure I ever wore it. But uh, I did have the Hulkamania shirt at some. Oh, no, I think it was the Hulk Rules version actually at that point. Gotcha. No, I, I had the Hulkamania. I have a Hulkamania shirt still today, Mike. And I and you wear it often with pride. Of course. With pride. It was the red with the yellow lettering. Right? Yes, that's the one I got because I felt a little weird getting a yellow shirt and yeah. being a big fella and you know. <laughs> you know, but that's who started my promotion, Mike. I got the, I got the centerpiece. I got I got the I got the cornerstone. I got the franchise. I got the guy that's gonna that's gonna, you know, lead me to victory here. All right. So that's your number one pick. I got Nakamura, you've got Hulk Hogan. All right. So I have the next pick. I'm on the clock, as they yes, say. Yes, you're on the, the clock, Mike. You better make this a good game. one now. You're already behind in the game. <laughs> All right. My next pick. Let me see here. All right. If you're going in that direction, if you're trying to steal the uh, the guys from history first, I have to go there. I have to get a... Now you're getting in the spirit of I a have to get my answer. Strategy. My <laughs> answer to Hulk Hogan, who is the greatest attraction arguably in wrestling history, one of the greatest personalities. I'll go with the greatest wrestler, in my opinion, in wrestling history. Oh, boy. You better be careful what you say, because if you say the wrong thing, the playboy might come charging (laughs) across the room at you. (laughs) Well, this man had a long career, and it was thought to have ended prematurely. And he was gone for a number of years and ended up coming back. And it was a renaissance for this gentleman. He stuck around for another eight years. And he had a great run. He was a great champion. And I, I don't think there's any argument. In my eyes, he's the greatest wrestler, in-ring performer in pro wrestling history. My number two pick in the WPAN draft, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Now, let me ask you, in honor of him being your number two pick, is he in the cuck of brown tights for your promotion? (laughs) (laughs) That that will be a rule. Yes, he must. He must wear the cuck of brown. But yeah, HPK, in your mind, best wrestler of all time, what do you think? Oh, ooh. Jeez. Yeah, uh, he's up there, man. Um, I mean, uh, what the top two people talk about and argue about are Flair or, or Shawn Michaels. Right, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm sticking with I'm sticking with my guns here, Mike. You were stuck with your guns with the first pick with Nakamura. I'm sticking with my guns with New York. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. There you go, greatest wrestler of all time. See what uh, Mike Mills thinks about that. <laughs> all right, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, my number two pick. And what do you think about the Hogan HPK match? What if what if our two <laughs> promotions have an inter promotional war and it's HPK versus Hulk Hogan? Will it will it be again? Hulk Hogan has to go over. HPK winning. That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> Talk about one of the like greatest farces of a professional wrestling match. But yeah, because yeah, Shawn Michaels acting like an asshole. Because <laughs> well, Hogan was acting like an asshole in the back, from what I understand. All right. Shawn Michaels the greatest wrestler of all time. 
not not the level of star that Hulk Hogan was. I can yes, yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. But when it comes to in ring performing, and and also for anybody to complain about Shawn Michaels or somebody being an asshole to Shawn Michaels, I'd call it karma. <laughs> like, I can't really argue with that. Shawn Michaels in his prime, maybe one of the biggest pieces of shit in wrestling history, if you believe all the stories out there. But his uh, in ring performance is what kept him at the top, despite all of his yes. Various uh, assholishness. I, I think I think that's a great pick, Mike. All right. I don't know if I I would have personally gone there, but so now you got now you got me now you got me thinking, Mike. I got some workhorses on my team. Yeah, I, you know you got me th- you got me thinking here because man, I, I I was I was leaning I was leaning in a certain direction here, Mike. I was leaning okay. in a certain direction, and now but I'm like, ooh, he's got HBK now. He's got HBK, so. I've I've got the attraction in Hulk Hogan. Maybe I do need the workhorse, Mike. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do need the guy who can go out and have the great match night in and night out. All right. Maybe I need in my promotion to give the fans the main event that they have deserved and and never truly got with each guy in their prime for uh, you know, it's 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 a main event they've deserved now for some thirty something years, but never they they got it, but it wasn't at the right time. It mm-hmm. should have happened in like. 1988. Think I know where you're going. Yes, Mike. Uh, I'm going to give the fans, I'm going to give my fans <laughs> yes. the main event that they deserve, a feud that they deserve. It'll go down in my promotions history as the greatest rivalry in my promotions entire history. Mike, there's only one place I'm going with my second pick. You got the workhorse for, for your promotion. Now I'm getting mine. I'm going with the nature boy himself, Rick Flair. Woo. Yes. Right. Yes, somebody has to lose to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, now we're in a position that Ric Flair is in a sensitive state right now. He's recovering from various ailments, I guess. So I can't really uh, talk about him like I've talked about him in the past, I think, <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, I mean, to me, if you pick... HBK or Flair? You talked about it a minute ago. I'd say I pick HBK every single time. Yeah, yeah, but I, but when you're talking about level of main event, Mike, we're putting together a promotion here. Now I can I can lead off my 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 company's first signature pay per view event, and I can kick it off with Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. And by the way, I mean the kind of the deal is here. We're getting these guys in their primes. This is we're not getting sixty year old Hulk Hogan and seventy year old Flair here. We're getting these guys. You're, you're getting HBK in his prime. I'm getting Hulk Hogan in his prime. I'm getting Ric Flair in this prime, Mike. This is going to be like if this ha- match happened like in 1987, 88. This is going to be fantastic. We're gonna we, we're gonna have to rent a stadium, Mike. We're we're not even going to Madison Square Garden. We're going straight to the Silverdome, my friend, <laughs> or the Superdome. One of the other. <laughs> um, the Hogan Flair thing. They talked about it on Bruce Pritchard's podcast that they tested it out on house shows and it didn't really draw. I don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> That's such horseshit. I don't buy it. There's obviously to me some politics at play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think Hulk Hogan's politics are well documented in pro wrestling history. You know, whatever. But um, I don't buy the that match wouldn't have sold thing. I don't know how much of a feud it would have been. I mean. I mean, you saw what it ended up being at WCW. Yeah, but if, I mean, which, it's funny because Hogan won there. Because you would think, like, because my thought is, Flair's the outside guy coming in. Like, I think Hulk Hogan does win the feud. It's the reason why, whenever there's been a WWE versus WCW guy, the WWE guy has almost always 
come out better in the end. Like uh, you protect you protect what's yours, you protect what you've built. And to me, Flair coming in, Hogan Hogan is the guy is the victor in the end. Just as the same if it if the other it would have been flipped around and um, you know, ninety ninety one Hogan would have gone south, Flair should have, have won there. If Flair came in and worked with Hogan right away like there should have in WWF, Flair would have had to look strong at the beginning. Flair would have had to take the first shot if they had any hope of something happening here. I mean, you talked about Hogan would probably win at the end, I'm sure. But Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't yeah, I I I, I mean to me that should have been Jesus. I mean they did it they did it with, with The Rock and Cena. You would you would think in the history of pro wrestling, if you're gonna get two main events out of anything out of WrestleMania you could have gotten two main events out of Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan out of WrestleMania, right? I mean, yeah, we talked about PWI earlier, and that's that was the cover of every PWI at least a few times a year: Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. Who would win? And they had it, and yeah, they, they squandered they just it. Didn't yeah, didn't do it. And the politics are are what they are. So they, that one's for you, Mike Mills. Ric Flair's on my side. All right, so those are your two. Uh, historic names in yeah, uh, yeah, so I'm, out of, is, I'm out of historic names here now. All right, so that is off of your list. You have the uh, other four categories to pick from. The uh, two WWE slash NXT stars, the two from ROH or Global Force, two international stars, and two independent stars. That's what you have to pick from now. All right, my third pick in the draft. All right, where am I going? What am I doing? I'm going to go, hmm, Wow. I guess I have to wrap up my historic pick, and I will do that with a gentleman. I will stab you right in the heart with this one. Uh Uh-oh. Kingpin Brian Malonis. He was a big star in WWE and became the biggest movie star on the planet. My third pick is The Rock. Wow. Number three. Wow. In the draft. Wow. How do you feel? Yeah, not good. Not good about that one. (laughs) He was your pick over Stone Cold Steve Austin when it came to the Attitude Era, right? Yeah, absolutely for me. For me. I mean, but here here we're now talking, Mike. Stone Cold Steve Austin's not getting picked in this draft. (laughs) I know. It is pretty crazy. (laughs) It is pretty crazy. But there's very limited slots available for this draft. Uh, Yeah, The Rock, I mean, for that period of time, you talked about... The you talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock and Stone Cold, the Rock and Hogan match at WrestleMania was something special. Uh, one of the most charismatic guys in pro wrestling. You, you apparently have a, a, a really your liking charisma here because you got Nakamura, you got HBK, and you got The Rock. Yeah, we got three guys that can draw, baby. They can draw. <laughs> the most charismatic. Yes, he's electrifying. <laughs> was that Vince McMahon about HBK too? Though when he was like coming down the. Uh, <laughs> The most charismatic. <laughs> uh, my childhood dream is going to come true when I win the uh, vote. Yeah, that one hurt a little. That one hurt a little bit. Uh, you, you can you can give the fans the Rock versus HBK now. There That's, you go. Wow, I'm uh, I'm I'm shook right now. I don't I don't. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do from here? Yeah, your third pick in the draft. I have Nakamura, Shawn Michaels, The Rock. You've got Hogan and Flair. Yeah. What's your number three pick? Well, Where are you Mike, going next? Well, Mike, what I'll do here, Mike, is tell me. I gotta get. I got. I gotta get somebody who's gonna uh, start appealing to broader audiences. I see. Right. So you went and got you got Nakamura with your with your first pick, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I gotta, I got I gotta get into that market too. I gotta get into that market in Japan too. I gotta, oh, I gotta, boy. I gotta open up my promotion worldwide mm-hmm. to 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 different audiences and pull different people in. So, Mike, what I'm gonna do to counter Nakamura? I'm gonna go there, Mike. Mm-hmm. Okada is joining. My roster, Mike. All I right. need the Japanese superstar. I need the guy who's going to open up different markets for me. I need a guy with worldwide mass appeal. And Okada will fit very nicely at the top of my card. The Rainmaker. Yes. We All might right. have to work on his finisher, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan? <laughs> not a fan of the Rainmaker? I don't know. It's a clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> but he does, set, he does set up the clothesline with a tombstone. So. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Yeah, it's just my, like the the people's elbow after the rock bottom, you know. All right, all right. Just a little all right, we'll mark. leave it. It's you know, it's working. It's working. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not going to make the mistake that uh, that's happened so many times with guys that are, that have come to the United States uh, and try to change up what they do and 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 mess it up. Uh, I'll let him come be himself and uh, open up that market for me and and give me start to give me a really well rounded roster here. He won't be a Hideo with Tommy too. <laughs> no, no, he won't. All right, Kazuchika Okada is. I wasn't third even going to try to say his first name. <laughs> I think I said it correctly. He is the third member of your roster. Okay, moving on to my fourth pick. Let me see here. You went international with your pick. Um, <laughs> uh, we're out of historic talents. Yes, and let me see here. I guess I will go back to. I have one talent left from WWE to pick up. I think I better get in there before you do Uh-oh. and make my second pick of a WWE slash NXT superstar. But uh, let me. See. There's so many to pick from. Um, so many choices. Yes. <laughs> I guess I will go with the biggest name of this era in the WWE. Well, if I, I think I know where you're going. You love charisma. <laughs> he is a uh, he's a local boy, a guy that you've been in the ring with. Oh, a guy that you've taken the finishing maneuver of oh. in the ring. Oni Lorcan, him too, <laughs> but he's not my official pick. I oh. will pick the man himself. My time is now, John Cena. Wow, my fourth pick in the draft. Wow, I you know you you definitely stole uh, one from me there because I I, I, would, I was definitely planning on picking John Cena at some point here. All right, so I have Nakamura, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, and John Cena. That is quite a nice roster, if I do say so myself. You can have The Rock, John Cena, 12 now. In the main event of WrestleMania. 14 times in a lifetime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much you can do here with this roster. Yeah, John Cena, I mean, he's been back now. He's on Raw now. Um, he's a free agent, though, so I guess he can go anywhere. He could show up on SmackDown next Currently. week if he wanted to. And what do you think about John Cena versus Roman Reigns? What do you think about that promo? Uh, I, I, God, this is probably the wrong time to get into this subject, but go for it. I just love, I just love all all the smart, the people who are smart to the business, and and how they they can't be worked, and then they see something like that. It's off script. It's a shoot. It's brother. a shoot. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're reacting exactly as they wanted you to. And I even saw somebody, Dave Meltzer, reported that it was, you know, it was scripted. They knew what they, you know, they knew what they were going to go in there and cover. Which I guarantee you, they knew what they were going to go in there and cover. Yeah. Um. And no, you're just uh, being a Roman Reigns apologist. Da, 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 da. I saw like, you know, things on like conversations on Twitter. I'm just like, 
Good God, people. Like, it reminded me of when The Rock it was wrestling Cena, and I, my arguments with uh, our good friend Ray, uh, who ev- day, right? every every time The Rock got the better of Cena, it was they had to script that to protect The Rock. To, <laughs> but every time they let Cena get over on the microphone, oh, no, he's, he really ripped him apart there. And it's like, no, they're selling the pay-per-view. They're selling the event. They're selling the network now. That's what they wanted you to do. I've been dying for this match pretty openly on this podcast. I'm just surprised we're getting in that No Mercy. Like That's so weird to me. Like The No Mercy card looks match. better It looks better than the SummerSlam card did. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually excited for No Mercy. I think maybe the reason that people are talking about it's a shoot, because why would you script them making their next big guy, Roman Reigns, look kind of stupid? Oh, because because of this, uh, the the casual fans sitting there who don't really pay all that much attention to the internet and whatnot, I don't think they're even going to get it. They're just thinking these guys are ripping on each other, and then they've done exactly what they want to do now, and that's stir up all these internet people, like thinking they saw, just like with the pipe bomb. Like they said things that that were based in truth or based on things that have been said, so automatically people will gravitate towards. They're shooting on each other. Like it's like no, they're not. They're not shooting on each other. They're saying things that have been said or or that could potentially be true. But they're trying to sell an event. They're trying to sell a network. They're trying to sell a company, a product. Like you know, and it was fantastic. It, it was awesome. I watched it and it was it was great. But these are two of the best performers in the business today, ha- having a, a a great moment. That's that's what that was. So I guess the reason that's no mercy is because he's going back to do some other movie he's or in TV Transformers show. or something. But still, oh, yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't you figure Roman Reigns or John Cena could headline WrestleMania? I would think so. It'd be like another Hogan versus the Warrior, except and, and just as I just as I thought, like people are definitely gravitating towards Cena. So I think the Cena stuff is gonna, they're going to flip and turn for Cena because I've I've said for a while I think the Cena stuff has now become tongue in cheek with the audience, where yeah. some of the Reigns stuff is some real venom towards him. All right, we'll see how that goes with No Mercy coming up. And that is my fourth pick, John Cena, for Team Crockett. Now it is the fourth pick for Team Kingpin. And where are you going to go now, Big well, Bri? Well, I haven't gone to the to the WWE main roster yet. You haven't? No. Yes. And, uh, you know, Mike, you gotta have, you got to have a big guy. you got to have an attraction. you got to have a giant, so to speak. I see. And you got to also invest in the future a little bit. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you can look a little more long range with. So the guy I'm going with is somebody who has come a long way in the last year or so. He's on his way to becoming one of the biggest stars, if he isn't already in, in pro wrestling today. He's probably on his way to a WrestleMania main event. We just talked about No Mercy. He has a date with the Beast coming up at No Mercy. I'm talking about Braun! <laughs> Braun Strowman. That is risky. I think that's a risky pick. He hasn't been uh, in this position for that long. You got to invest in the future at some point, Mike. You got to take a risk somewhere in this draft. Uh, And I'm betting on Braun Strowman continuing his path to becoming a megastar in pro wrestling. Uh, He also would be a perfect giant at some point to feud with Hulk Hogan, who will, of course, (laughs) be the champion of my promotion. (laughs) So where do you see Braun going after? I mean, do you think... Does he win the title from Brock? Yeah, I do. I think I, I, I and I and I don't necessarily like that, but I, th- I think he, I, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I think he's got to right, like, because I, I don't know what how many Brock dates are left for the rest of the year until. Yeah, Mania. this, this to me, if he, if he 
to me, if he loses here, it kind of feels like, uh, and obviously Brock Lesnar, a much bigger name and a much, you know, different situation than CM Punk was. But if you kind of just kill that momentum with Braun Strowman now, it feels like a little bit like a lost opportunity, like what happened with Ryback. Uh, you know, right. very reminiscent. Was that out of no mercy, ironically? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I think Braun Strowman becomes the universal champion at no mercy. All right, we'll have to see about that. And Braun is your number four pick. Yes, Braun Strowman. All right, number five for myself, Croc Socks. Who is the pick? Both my WWE superstar picks are gone. Both of my historic picks are gone. Now you're going to get into the territory maybe you don't know very well, huh? We'll see. We'll see. Okay, we got Ring of Honor. We got international stars. We got independent stars. Let's see. Okay. We're going international. You talked about your international pick, Kazuchika Okada. I guess you have to go with his dance partner, who's had those six, seven, 12-star matches (laughs) over in Japan. He's not Japanese, but he's Canadian. He is the biggest, perhaps the biggest star that is not in WWE right now. My number five pick, Mr. Kenny Omega. All right, look at that. I think that's a good pick, Mike. That's a that's that's a really good pick there. Thank you very another much. Another workhorse for you. Yes, and I, now, I'm picturing the HBK Omega matches right now. That'd be a good one. Yes, and now I've taken from you. I've stolen that match, Okada versus <laughs> Omega. It will never happen unless we do that interpromotional war. Well, after you mismanage him for a number of years, <laughs> when he becomes a free agent, I'll just sign him and, and make him a megastar for. From, from my promotion. <laughs> so have you seen the Omega Okada matches? I haven't seen I just, all. All I've seen is the first one. Okay. And I guess apparently they keep getting better and better. Do you still subscribe to New Japan World? I do not, no. No? Okay. No, I let that lapse like you let your WWE subscription <laughs> lapse. <laughs> I have to go and check out the rest of those matches. I mean, I, I hear tremendous things. Everything I've seen has been fantastic. But just based on the rumor and innuendo alone, or Dave Meltzer's reports. Yes. <laughs> Kenny Omega is my number five pick in the draft. And I think I am amassing quite the team here. And you are falling desperately behind, Brian. You got to catch up with your number five pick in the WPAN fantasy draft. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think I'm falling behind, Mike. I think, I think I'm way ahead of you. All right. But uh, where are you going next? What category? Well, you know, it's, again, you're, you're picking these guys as a workhorse. I'm trying to think, oh, maybe I, need to, I really need some guys who can go out there and just have really fantastic matches, be, be the workhorses of, of my promotion. And again, thinking about the future, guys who can develop and become my main eventers later on down the line for me or or guys who can step up into main events and have these fantastic matches and historical picks are gone mike yes but Uh there could be historical lineage that you're bringing into your promotion mike uh there could be somebody who is the grandson of a plumber okay yeah Yeah. there could be somebody who is the ring of honor world champion all right somebody who's on my feud list (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Somebody who I may have assaulted in a professional wrestling ring. Someone who told you to kiss his ass. Yes. But, however, even, even the real, I put business above personal, Mike. And, and the guy that I think that I can bring in here, and uh, he can be somebody who can come right in, have fantastic matches. I could put him on top with Ric Flair to have fantastic matches and continue the, the Rhodes-Flair feud that is so famous. Mike who I'm drafting right now, the current Ring of Honor world champion. You probably knew I was going to go here mm-hmm. at some point. 
Cody Rhodes. Welcome to Team Kingpin, Cody. You are kissing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. Could you, can you deny that that's a bad pick? No, he is perhaps the most well-traveled, the biggest independent attraction that there is, and also the Ring of Honor World Champion. Yeah, I'm counting him as, as one of my Ring of Honor uh, Global Force okay. picks. All that's right. the category he's falling in there for me. Okay, so yeah, Cody. So he's one of the ones talked about. There's a little bit of gray area there. He could have fallen into probably one of three categories, really. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that is a good pick. I can't deny that. Cody Rhodes has made the most out of his time away from WWE. Do you think he'll end up back there eventually? I, I do. Before, and- I, like, how long do you think? I, I would say within a year or two. Well, that yeah, two? yeah. I think within a year or two, you got to strike while the iron's hot, and and it's it's amazing. He he left there and he's going to go back, and I think I think he's going to go back probably and and be a guy who's in the main event, you know, scene in, in WWE. All right. Well, pick number six for me. Uh, you went to Ring of Honor. I mean, well, you could have been. You said is a Ring of Honor pick officially. Yes, officially, that's the category I'm letting him fall into. So I will go also to Ring of Honor and the little loophole that you talked about that we talked about at the very beginning of this. Uh-oh. I am going to pick for my number six pick in the draft one of the best tag teams on the planet. Speaking of kissing people's asses. Well, <laughs> it's not the team you think, I don't oh. think. Oh. It is... Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Wow, okay. Okay, you just broke up the Bullet Club on me. <laughs> One of the biggest attractions. I mean, they were the biggest attraction on the Independence, and then they signed exclusively with Ring of Honor. And, of course, they now have merchandise with the Bullet Club. Oh, in- well, you, you do. You have the Elite. I do. Wow. I have the entire Elite. Uh-oh. Thank you very much. Wow. I just so, let one slip through the cracks there. Yeah. Bullet Club merchandise, I'm getting a cut of that now. Yeah, you're getting you're, hot topic. You're, get, you're getting the the main cut of it. Yeah, you're getting the elite. <laughs> <laughs> elite is reunited under the Crockett banner. My number six pick. And what do you think about the Young Bucks going to WWE? Will that happen? There was a point where they were offered it and it didn't happen. They want to uh, have their freedom. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know because I think they're doing. You know, again, we're in an environment where people don't need WWE anymore. Like these guys are making fantastic money, and I. I actually don't. I actually, I think their guys are probably are not going to go to WWE. I think they are, you know, they they have their own thing going. They're making plenty of money. They're doing what they want. They're doing everything on their terms. They got their own endorsement deal with Hot Topic. You know, I they don't need to go to WWE, and, and they're doing just fine. And nor do I, I. I don't know how they fit there. I would. I would. I'd be really worried uh, that WWE. WWE sometimes does take guys and they don't let them be themselves. And I would worry that the Young Bucks would go there and they wouldn't be allowed to fully just be themselves and be given the spotlight that they that they would deserve there. I don't see it, I mean, coming up soon, but I think eventually down the line, we might see them there. I, yeah, I, never, I just don't you think. You not, never, you not never right away. Never, but yeah, I, I just think with what they're doing, I, I, just don't, I don't think they need it. Sometimes people you know, need to go there. They, they, they don't for a number of reasons. Yeah, I mean, now more than ever, that's the case. But Kingpin, pick number six. For Team Malonis, you have Hogan, Flair, Okada, Braun Strowman, Cody Rhodes. Who is pick number six? Where are you going now? 
Yeah, Mike. I, I I don't know. This is getting this is getting tough now. I I, I could go to Ring of Honor or uh, slash GFW if I wanted to. Yes. I still have an international pick. I I have some independent picks uh, left open to me. Well, as well, right? Is that, is that what I have left here? I think so. All right. Well, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a I'm gonna use a loophole here. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm gonna use a loophole because no one knows cheating better than the Kingpin. <laughs> it's not cheating because officially, as we record this on Saturday morning. This person just competed last night for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, mm-hmm. a independent promotion. There's been no official announcement made about this person going anywhere. Oh boy! We know this. We know this person is going somewhere, but no official announcement has been made. He just wrestled for an independent promotion last night, as we record this Saturday morning. Mm-mm. So, f- for one of my independent stars, Mike. I'm going with a good friend of ours. Yes. A guy who I've wrestled many times. A guy who, who I've had my favorite match of all time with. Again, you're talking about investing in the future. I also want, I, I also, uh, I don't have anybody who can do aerial stuff yet. And now I'm getting a guy, about to draft a guy here, who's 6'5 and can do aerial stuff. Of course, I'm talking about, and I'll say it properly for Todd Sinclair, Donovan Dijak. As my independence, one of my independent slots. That's who I'm going with. Mike. Bullshit. What? No, it's not bullshit. That's <laughs> we. Uh, you, you, we you, we all we know what's going on, Kingpin. I, Mike, did he wrestle for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla last night? As and this comes out on Monday, this past Friday night. Uh, yes. Has there been any official announcement on, on his whereabouts and where he's going? We all know what's going Has on. Has there been an official announcement? Has there been a debut? I, I a simple question. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. Very soon. I, maybe. No, it's a yes or no question, Mike. I, the answer is yes or no. Has there been an announcement? Has he debuted? Yes or no? Not quite yet. N- no. Maybe. The, so the answer is no. He wrestled for an independent promotion last oh, night. Jesus Christ. As of this very moment, as we're recording this, he is an independent wrestling star. Is he? He is. All right. So Donovan Dijak is part of my roster now. He's your sixth pick, huh? Yes. We got a youth movement going on here. In- you got to invest in the future, too. All right. I got the names on top, Mike. And you got to invest <laughs> yeah. in the future a little bit. Yeah, you got the old guys. You got the young guys. You got a mix of everything there with your picks. All right. Now, pick number seven in the WPAN draft. My seventh pick. Uh, let me see here. Where are we going? Where are we headed? I guess I got to go to the independents. You're talking about your independent stars. I know where he's going. If I'm following suit. Let me see I- here. Are you sitting at the table with your pick? Well, <laughs> I'm going to go with an independent star who's caused waves in recent years. He's been around a little while, but now he's really stepping up his game. He is, without a doubt, the best big man on the independence. Oh, boy. My pick, number seven, the one and only... Keith Lee. I knew that's what you're going to do to me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Keith Lee, my pick. Number seven. I wrestled Keith Lee. Of course. You wrestled Keith Lee. You know Keith Lee. I do. And you're no Keith Lee. <laughs> so what do you think? I, I think in terms of big man, Keith Lee is just a notch below Brian Malonis. I mean, that's there's no shame in that. Oh boy. Oh, Keith Lee is fantastic. He has athleticism like you wouldn't wouldn't believe he has exploded in the last year or so. I, I think a great pick if you're going with going with independent stars. And he's a guy who is signed to Evolve Wrestling, which 
as we know, had there's some sort of gateway there to WWE slash NXT, so you never know where we'll see Keith Lee in the future. But for now, he's an independent star, and he is my independent pick number one on my list. All right, so I got I got I got an independent left, right? Yes. I got an international left, right? Yes. Okay, and I got. Uh, I got a ROH ring of honor. Slash all right, all right. Where do I want to go here, Mike? Where do I where do I want to go here? And you have a WWE guy too. Oh, I oh I still got a WWE. Yeah. Goodness. Shouldn't well, have told you that, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I I I probably got to jump into the tag team game here. Okay. There's been a tag team mm-hmm. who has just really. I, again, I, I like attractions, Mike. You can, I think our <laughs> rosters are kind of developing here in certain yes. ways. I like people who are going to move the needle. Maybe move some merchandise, Mike. Right. Maybe uh, maybe provide some comedy relief. Uh, okay. Fantastic promos. Of course, Mike, I'm talking about... Santino Morella. No, oh. no, no. Okay. The former WWE World Tag Team Champions, The New Day. Mike, oh, The New Day are coming to you team... Three guys in one. Team Kingpin. The free, using the free bird rule, Mike. Oh the New God. Day is coming to my team. Can you argue that maybe aside from the Young Bucks, there's been a tag team that, that has been more popular and, and created more craziness and buzz and merchandise sales than the New Day in the last couple of years? Still kissing ass. The, all the way down this list. <laughs> what are you kissing mean? ass from beginning to end. <laughs> team Kingpin. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? But uh, yeah, that is a good pick. Good pick. The New Day. You got Kofi Kingston, of course. Our pal. You got Xavier Woods. You got Big E. You get to branch Big E off at any time. Have him go for the heavyweight title. See, Mike, I am I am building a diverse and fantastic roster here. Much, much better than the roster that you're building. All right. Well, I'll give you uh, the fact that the New Day is a good pick. I won't give you the fact that you have a better roster because I think we will uh, find that in due time when we put this up to vote, which team is better. But my eighth pick, yes, in the draft – Ladies and gentlemen, what do I have left here? I got a ROH slash GWF pick. I have an international pick. I have an independent pick. So, number eight. In the WPAN draft, I'm going to have to go, hmm. This guy, he's independent. He's working internationally as well. He Which had- category is he going to fall into? He's going to be an independent. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my pick, number eight in the draft, also known as Prince Puma, known more around the world as Ricochet. Wow. Okay. One of the best flyers in the world, if not the best flyer in the world. Ricochet is my eighth pick. Maybe start in a the cruiserweight draft. division. No, he's going to go for the heavyweight title. He's wow. he's beyond that. He's beyond. That. We saw what happens when you put all the cruiserweights together. <laughs> We've seen that. Depends seen on that how you day. book it. <laughs> exactly. But Ricochet, he's my guy. He's my man. If he can't do it, no one can. Ricochet, my eighth pick. All right, Kingpin. All right, Mike. Who you well, got? The New Day got to have somebody to feud with. I, uh, the way I the way I look at this here, right? All right. They they can't wrestle themselves. Mm-hmm. And. Mike, sometimes you gotta, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I put my mic down. Sometimes you gotta look to your blood. Oh Jesus! You gotta look to your family. You gotta look to somebody you know. The Playboy? <laughs> no, oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. 
I'm going with a team here, very near and dear to our hearts. I know they're going to have great chemistry with the New Day because I've seen two of them wrestle before. I'm talking about here the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. War Machine is coming to Team Kingpin, Mike Crockett. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> the parade of ass kissing continues with War Machine <laughs> being a part of Team Kingpin. Yeah, no, definitely that is a good pick. That was uh, on my list. I was going to try to sneak that in as an international pick. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's what they count for me. So I'm 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 cleaned up on uh, the international side now. Yeah, I mean, there would have been a great feud for the Young Bucks. They've had great matches with the Young Bucks, but uh, no, Hanson and Rowe on Team Malonis, your eighth pick. So they're still independents, right? I don't think they've signed anywhere. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Not that I know of, at least. But uh, I'm calling them as international, Mike, because they are the current reigning and defending IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. All right. So we're down to the nitty-gritty here. My ninth pick in the draft. Hmm. Who I got left? Uh, I have an international pick and a ROH GWF pick. Hmm, let me see here. I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> no? <laughs> He's tremendous. I like, I, like, I like that, but no. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Global Force Wrestling. I'm okay. gonna do it. Okay. I know that you don't like to watch the program when I ask you to watch it. <laughs> but Global Force Wrestling. Bruce Pritchard? This gentleman no. This gentleman is an all around great performer for Impact Wrestling, now known as GWF. He is a former WWE talent that moved over, got a new gimmick, got a new lease on life, and he was a centerpiece of that promotion for a little while and still doing big things over there. Global Force Wrestling's own Ethan Carter III okay. is my pick, number nine, for Team Crockett. All right. What do you think? I think it's a solid pick. Uh you know, I, I think you need some undercard guys. Well, hey, come on. <laughs> What's going on? No, he's, he, he's a great talent. He really put it all together once he left the system. He got the foundation in NXT. He did the NXT. You might have been in the ring with him. We were talking about last Thursday, uh, Day in the Life of WWE Extra. You talked about uh, chaining around with the NXT guys in the ring. He might be one of the guys that you chained around the ring with, right? Maybe? Possibly? Um, Derek Bateman? I don't think I ever. No, I don't no? think. He, I, I definitely saw him at TV, but I don't think right. I ever. I don't think we ever locked horns. But uh, yeah, he's put it all together over there for GWF, and that's my pick, number nine. All so right. I only got one left. I only all got right. one pick left. You You've got two. Well, where, where's your pick coming from? Uh, my last, very last pick is going to be from international, I believe. All right, yeah. and I think I got an independent and an international. Uh, oh, no, I Independent and a uh, Ring of Honor left, right? Yes. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to go someplace, Mike, where, I, again, I, you gotta, sometimes you gotta, you got to invest in the future a little bit here. <laughs> You're investing <laughs> in a lot of the future. Because the top of my card is, is, is set for years to come. Right. So I got I to start developing guys who I think can become uh, megastars someday, ha- have the potential to become these enormous stars. And the guy I'm going to pick this is going to be from the Independence, Mike, is a guy who I've been so impressed with. I've been on many shows with in, in the last year or so. Uh, he's somebody, he, he, I believe, less than three years into his pro wrestling career, but he is a champion on, on a couple different continents at this point. He is all over the world. 
He's with Evolve. He's with Progress. Uh, he's somebody who, who I've seen have fantastic matches each and every time I've seen him in the ring. Uh, he's a former UFC fighter. Yes. So I'm going with Matt Riddle. He was on my list, even though I've never even probably seen a match of his. Uh, just the buzz around this guy. That's just a guy you sign up because there's such tremendous buzz about him on the independent level. Yeah, and, and just, I mean, he and he, li- he lives up to it. He's a guy who, again, less than three years into his pro wrestling career and the things he's doing and the matches he's having just shouldn't be happening. They shouldn't be happening at less than three years in the industry, but uh, he's traveling all over the world, making an enormous name for himself. You, I got to think at some point he will be in WWE, but Matt Riddle coming to Team Kingpin, rounding out my independent picks. All right, so what do you have left? Each Just have one a pick Ring left. of Honor GFW pick. All right, we got one pick left. Mine is my final international pick. Here we go. International pick. I'm going to go... <laughs> we talked about cruiserweights. We got someone in there with Ricochet to give us great matches. He was the centerpiece of the Cruiserweight Classic. They couldn't sign him, so he went back to Japan, doing big things, sometimes competing under a mask. But he is, again, a great performer. Kind of the theme here of my entire roster is great in-ring performers and, and guys that have a little charisma, too. I am picking for my 10th pick. It's a little different. Why not? Kota Ibushi, my 10th pick. Okay. He is my final international pick. My team completely rounded out with Kota Ibushi in at number 10. Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think think with trying to build, uh, again, some of the high flyers, some of the cruiserweight type stuff, I think it gives your roster some great diversity. You can have some great matchups there. Well, thank Your you roster much. noticeably smaller than mine in stature. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I always kind of prefer the uh, the cruiserweight guys, the guys that can fly around. Thinking, thinking back to your uh, younger days, Mike. To my, to my <laughs> days, yeah. Uh, you dickhead. All right. King Finn, with the final pick in the WPAN Fantasy Mock Draft, who you got? Mike, I'm, I'm struggling here with this. I'm going back and forth on a, on a couple of different options here. Uh, I want to make the right pick. I want to round out my roster really well here. And I think I know where I'm going now because I have, I have the great hero in Hulk Hogan at the top of my roster. Right. But for every hero, Mike... There needs to be uh, a villain, I see. Mike. There needs to be a villain. And my pick here is going to be from, from Ring of Honor. Yes. Uh, a guy who uh, is becoming one of the biggest stars in the world. One of the coolest entrances uh, in wrestling right now. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, a just a fantastic wrestler. You talked about getting some of the workhorses and some of these fantastic wrestlers uh, on your roster. Well, I need to get another one of those guys, I think, to really round out my roster. And I'm talking about, of course, the villain, Marty Skrull, coming to Team Kingpin. All right. There you go. Rounding out my roster with a, with a, another fine Ring of Honor performer. Also a member of the Bullet Club. So maybe I can have my own version of the Bullet Club. Yeah, you can have your B team over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hardly think the uh, Ring of Honor world champion and former television champion are, are the B team. Well, okay. But they're not the elite. They're not the elite kingpin. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> All right. You can have the elite and I'll have the Bullet Club. All right. So <laughs> kingpin, Brian Malonis. We got two teams. Let's run them down real quick for you. My team, my WWE guys are Nakamura and Cena. 
My historic picks are Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels and The Rock. My international picks, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. My ROH slash GWF picks or GFW picks are Young Bucks and EC3. And my independent picks, Keith Lee and Ricochet. As for you, Kingpin, your WWE picks are Braun Strowman and The New Day. Your historic picks are Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Your international picks are War Machine and Kazuchika Okada. Your ROH slash GFW picks are Cody Rhodes and Marty Skrull. And your independent picks are Donovan Dijak and Matt Riddle. Those are our two teams. Now, how do you round this up? We were supposed to come up with team names. Yes. Did you come up with Did you come up with a promotion name, Mike? In this case, oh, it'd be a promotion name. Yeah, well, these are wrestling promotions we started here. Did you forget that? Well, I guess you have to go first then, because I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. What do you got? All right, Mike. Well, again, the the guy at the top of my promotion. You know who he is. Everybody knows who he is. The name of my promotion, Mike, it's a little outside the box, but I like it, and I think it fits. Okay. What you going to do wrestling? Huh? (laughs) What's wrong with that? What's wrong with what you're going to do wrestling? It's completely different. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, All right. All right. What my, my anything can happen in the in, in the in the WGDW. <laughs> All right. So my team name, my promotion name. I, I got a, a ton of workhorses there, but you said it yourself, Kingpin. I have the elite. I have the elite as part oh, of my team. Oh boy! And I consider my entire team to be the elite of professional wrestling. So. It is Elite Wrestling Entertainment. Wow, entertainment, huh? Also known as EW. (laughs) (laughs) Elite Wrestling Entertainment. We got wrestlers in there. We got entertainers, charismatic people. And of course, they all the elite of professional wrestling. So I have EW and you have what you're going to (laughs) do. So we did it. The mock draft. You got your way. Yes. And I had fun. I was going to say, tell me that you didn't have a good time with that. It was. It was a good time. It was a good time. And I guess we got to put out there, we want you to vote. Yes. Let us know who you think had the better team. Should we do a poll or should we have people I know. Write? I was say, we need to do a poll so, so there's a definitive damn winner and we don't have another ridiculous situation like with Mike Mills claiming he beat me in the Civil <laughs> War. We're going to actually put it to a vote. Because the issue with the poll is that people could just vote and not listen to the podcast oh boy and you might have a more uh, all right are you are you gonna if people hashtag wpan are you gonna tally the votes officially there of course you're not gonna cheat no i I didn't the first time (laughs) all right right. we don't have to put a poll well the vote hashtag wpan or maybe we'll put a poll who the hell knows holy shit (laughs) whatever it is folks we want you to tweet about it and we maybe potentially vote in a poll yeah let us know uh, hashtag wpan at the wpan on twitter is our of course our twitter handle so give us your take on who you think has the better team is it what you're gonna do wrestling or is it elite wrestling entertainment let us know 
at the WPAN on Twitter. Use the hashtag WPAN. Also, if you have any questions for us about this week's episode or to us personally, let us know your thoughts. Use that hashtag. We will mention you and your tweets later this week because every Thursday, it's an all-new, all-different episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDA Radio. You can vote on Twitter Monday nights to decide what we discuss on the show, and you never know what else will come up, so be sure to seek it out each and every week. Also, you can download past episodes of this very podcast. Of course, we just talked about it last week. Now, up there on the feed is the two parts on the late Steve Bradley two fantastic episodes they are up there on the WPAN feed as they come off the NAI Wrestling Network feed they get added over there so it's all on the WPAN feed on your favorite podcast platform or find it all at BDARadio.com of course that is another show however a way you can interact with us here on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network every week is through our voicemail line we want to hear from you Get your voicemails in. We'll play them on the podcast. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. We really appreciate your contributions to the podcast. Call us right now before you forget. Become a part of the WPAN. We really love it. 401-584-9726. That is your number. All right, Kingpin, it is time for this week's promo about nothing. But Before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean, BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Brian drafted a nature boy? Wow, that was fast, huh? (laughs) He came up with that? I mean, it's B-D-A-N-B, but (laughs) what are you going to do? Ah, what are you going to (laughs) do? Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, on the top of your picks... I've seen better. Wow. <laughs> but BDA Radio, <laughs> they bring the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They know break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head on over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. Mock me? No, mock you. BDARadio.com. Watch your mouth. And if you haven't been over to BDA Radio in a while, they've ramped up the site with even more new content every day, in addition to the Tales of the Tape, a.k.a. the uh, women of mixed martial arts. Uh, much more than that going on I over there. I missed the knockout of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. BDARadio.com. Go and check it out today. All right, Kankpin, this week's promo about nothing is from the year 1990. And just as last week here on the podcast you weren't a part of, it is World Championship Wrestling. Of course, this gentleman was not an in-ring competitor at this point. He was just a personality that was brought in. His name is Thunderbolt Patterson. Let's just take a listen to this week's promo about nothing. You championship wrestling gave me the opportunity again to keep my eyeballs on Yoli. You have ruined folks' lives. Not talking about how you dealt with mine in the past, but in the recently. You have been getting on everybody's case. So this Sunday, if you move, if you move, I am going, if you move, this Sunday, it's time to, ooh, I'm so full, I'm full up there here. Same old. But they say it's going to be a change. There will be a change. 
history have already been made. Call somebody. Tell somebody. Only if you move. Just move. <laughs> I feel like that went on for a while longer and I just got it there. <laughs> if you move, Kingpin. Do you, now, dude, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think... Um, do you think he was lost, or do you think he was doing that for effect? Because I, I could go either way on it. I, I think he got lost, but I think it's a guy. He's got a lot of charisma. He can say something by nothing, and I believe he said absolutely nothing here. This is a true definition <laughs> of a promo about nothing, saying nothing. If you move. <laughs> I want to know. What if only moves? I don't know, but he never gets to it. But they, they did cut off the beginning of the promo. Maybe he said it in the beginning. The beginning of it was cut off on the uh, the YouTube clip. Maybe maybe he must have gone into it and let everyone know. Uh, they, they, all, then they, cut, they definitely cut it off there. Like yes. that was not the that was not the end of the camera rolling on him cutting that promo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thunderbolt Patterson. I mean, he started in the '60s in the South, and he had a relationship with Ole Anderson going way back. And Ole was booking at the time in WCW. Brought him in if they thought that he could cut some promos and get some stuff over, but. I mean, apparently not. <laughs> I, I, it was compelling. It was compelling. <laughs> well, yeah, you had me hooked there, but then they ended it before I got the what the payoff was. I am going. If you move, <laughs> just move. <laughs> I, I want to know what what happened. It was at the Omni. I want to know what happened. If he moved, <laughs> Ole Anderson. I'm going to let and say Ole did move. I'm, I'm going to guess <laughs> at one point he did move, but I don't know what happened because <laughs> he never told us what would happen. I want to, but there's one point in the promo where he gets lost, where he says this. I have no idea what he's saying. Let's see if you, maybe you can uh, figure this out for me here. Same old. Sable? <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought it would be the same Oli, but no, he, he makes like an F sound, like same off or same move. <laughs> same move? Is that what he's saying? I, it, I, it doesn't. I, I don't I know. know. It sounded like Sable to me. So. Sable. Same old. Same old? <laughs> but, but he, he says like he makes like a f sound. <laughs> same fold? Same move. <laughs> I have no idea, but. That's the great thing about a promo with a guy like Thunderbolt Patterson. You have no idea, but you're still someone entertained. <laughs> oh, I'm thoroughly entertained. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard this promo about nothing. If you want the full picture, same. Find the link to the video in the description of this episode on the NAI Wrestling Network. Okay, Kingpin, you're hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler. And you got them dates. Yeah, Mike. I got a busy month here. Uh, oh, good. September. And it starts this Friday night, buddy. This is a big one. Top Row Promotion Summer Showdown. Their biggest show of the year. You get some ass. Ca yes. Campanelli Stadium. Be the first time in a while. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Hey> -oh. <laughs> uh, I will be going one-on-one -on -one with Mr. Ass, the one rockabilly himself, Billy Gunn. One on one, he can't hide behind two other partners this time. He has to face me one on one. And one on one with the one. <laughs> yes, and that'll go down this Friday night at Campanelli Stadium, Brockton, Mass. Find top pro promotions on social media platforms and brownpapertickets.com. Then this Sunday, Mike, it is the opening of the NFL season. But more importantly, I'll be out in Western Massachusetts at the Eastfield Mall for Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling. I'll be taking on Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Also in attendance, Mike, at this very special event will be 
the total package Lex Luger and Sheik Tugboat will also be there. <laughs> Those guys were like number 11 and 12, I believe, on my, on my draft. Just uh, fell off the list. Yeah, Lex Luger and Tugboat will be there for special meet and greet opportunities. Find Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling on all social media platforms for full information. The 15th, Mike, Friday, September 15th, uh, I will be in Lawrence, Massachusetts for Chaotic Wrestling. Not quite sure what I'm doing yet. I know I'm not in the New England title tournament, but oh. I'll be in attendance. And Because you wouldn't want to go halfway up the mountain, right? No, why would I? I've already uh -huh. been to the top of the mountain. Why do I want to go halfway up, Mike? Maybe it's just another mountain. Kingpin never thought but of that. But it's a smaller mountain, though. Oh, like I, you know, like I, I've already been on top of the world, buddy. All right, <laughs> our top. That's no, not a world. It's not a world title. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but yeah, I'll be at Lawrence, Massachusetts. Chaotic Wrestling. Go to chaoticwrestling.com uh, and find Chaotic Wrestling social media platforms for ticket and full card information. The twenty third, Mike, September the twenty third. I'm heading back to Western Massachusetts for Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling this time, and and Hadley again. Find Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling on all social media platforms, and then. Sunday, September the 24th, I returned to Beyond Wrestling at the Electric Haze in Worcester, Mass. Last time I checked, there was less than 100 tickets left to this event. So get your tickets now, beyondwrestlingonline.com. Also check out Beyond Demand, Beyond Wrestling's uh, subscription service uh, that has some fantastic matches. Uh, me against one of Mike's picks, Keith Lee, yes. you can find on there. Uh, and then, Mike, probably the most important dates on my calendar for September. September the 27th. I'm getting on an airplane. I'm returning home to Walt Disney World, Mike. I can't wait. Oh the countdown God. is on. I'll be... Uh, Are you going to see Brian Fury down there? Yes, I yes I will see Brian oh Fury down there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's going to be a whole deal. Don't contact me from the 27th to the 4th. I don't, don't call me. I'll call you. I see. There might be, there might be another fill-in episode, except for this time you're not filling it in with a Brian Michael. <laughs> That's <for sure. laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got a full schedule. For September, and yeah, if you want some, to, some of us actively participate in pro wrestling. <laughs> if you want to add to the Kingpin schedule even more, you can email Brian Malonis at Comcast.net. Also, you can DM him at Brian Malonis to get in contact. And we're contacting everybody, talking about the Putting Over Podcast Facebook group. Why don't you go and uh, join the Facebook community that we started, not just about this podcast, but about all pro wrestling podcasts over on Facebook. Just search Putting Over Podcasts. Join, we will add you. A great discussion going on over there, so come on over and be a part of it. Also, Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you uh, go support Mike Mills. He supports us, so we support him. Thank you very much to Mike Mills, the Sunday Smoky Mountain Show, and then the Thursday show. Part three just went up last Thursday with Jim Cornette. Check out all three parts on their Thursday show with the interview with Jim Cornette. Great stuff over there with Mike Mills. And uh, check in the Boots podcast. Every Sunday, they are doing a new episode with Referee Tony S. and Chip K. Fabe. Make sure you support them as well. They are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, anywhere podcasts are available. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling podcast with our pal Jason and Troy. Please find them anywhere you get your podcasts. The Rundown Wrestling podcast, so much going on in that feed, including the Rundown sit-downs, two parts with Jason Rumble, recently wrapped up. Can't wait to see what Jason has next there on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast in the Rundown Sit-Downs. And of course, we hope you continue to listening to the NAI Wrestling Network all week long for DC and Doc Talk, the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, Rant with Ant, Late Night Liam, Indie Pop, and nothing else. 
And finally, we are back on Thursday with the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDA Radio. Search WPAN in your favorite podcatcher or go to BDARadio.com for more. Then you can come back and join us here next Monday on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network for the WPAN episode 73. Until then, here's the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko and thanks for nothing. <laughs>